It's Wednesday. <laughs> it's Wednesday, y'all. And it's sunny. Yeah, so I just finished wrapping up reading this book by Anais Nen, who, by the way, before I even talk about her book, she has a quote that I absolutely love. And if you guys follow me on Instagram at Wednesday, WNSDY, you will see that it's in my bio. The quote by her is, we don't see things as we as they are. We see them as we are. That makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And, you know, I, I preach on experience and perspective all the time. Because mm-hmm. it's what exactly that you're perceiving from the situation. You're seeing it either half full or half empty. Okay. Hell yeah. She's on some deepness. All right. I see her. Hell yeah. So let me tell y'all about my girl, Anais Nim before we get into uh, the piece of literature that I just wrapped up by her. Um, Anais Nin is Spanish, I guess you would say, because her parents are... Uh, Cuban born but she was born in France and was raised in France but then had a good chunk of her career over in America so she was doing her thing um, in like you know the early like 20s oh flapper area yeah she was doing her thing yeah let me like flash this picture let me show Sunny the picture of my girl Anais Nim right now she's giving you flapper Bob she gives me F. Scott Fitzgerald you know Cuban curls you know she's giving you Exotica right now okay which is somewhat like she writes she writes erotica oh like what is it like a full book or is it short stories she has a ton of different books so okay so before before there was Zane, there was Miss Anais Nin. She writes a lot of erotica, which spans over 60 years. She has a ton of essays, short stories, novels, uh, and journals. I actually just finished Little Birds, which is a collection of uh, short stories by her. Interesting. Does she yeah. have like a writing background before this, or is this something that she did like as a hobby? Ooh. I wonder how much of it came from just like a personal pleasure, her actually studying to be a writer. Um, you know what? I'm going to have to actually look into that. But, you know, for me, I think that when you start writing things like erotica, you know, that's like experience and trying to be, you know, yeah. a leader of something, especially in her day and age. Okay. Even now, it's like Fifty Shades of Grey is a big deal. The fact that that book was so sexual was a huge deal. Right. Even to this day, it's like think about the erotic writers that you know and that are famous and that's accepted that are Oprah's. You know, we all mm-hmm. know Zane. Zane just had Addicted, which was like the first book that I read by her. And I was mad young, like way too young. But Mm-hmm. Um, I love Anais Nin, and I just finished reading Little Birds, and so I tell me about it. Little Birds. Okay, so I can tell you about the actual story, Little Birds. It's a story about a man who is very sexually unfulfilled with his wife, and he lives across the street from a school, and he buys a ton of birds to chirp loud enough to attract the attention of these young schoolgirls with these little skirts. It's and a horror film. It's, it's, you, what I like most about Anais Nin that I haven't seen and you don't see in Zane is that it explores a lot of things that are taboo. Okay. Like that is her. Like she goes into things that are still it's 2015 and she wrote Little Birds damn like 40 or so years ago. When did Little Birds come out? I'm going to have to look that up. But, okay. You know, she talks about many things that are 
How did you feel like when you were reading it? Because I feel like that's something like I would feel like 1979 creepy. Nineteen seventy nine is when she wrote that. Oh, okay. Thank you for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. Act check that date. But like, how do you feel like when you were reading it? Because I feel like certain things, like I'll look over my shoulders. I'm like, is somebody watching me? read this this oh wait before i even get into your question i lied uh little birds was published in 1979 two years after she died but she wrote it in the early 1940s so that makes a huge difference got it got it got it that does that makes a huge difference actually (laughs) yeah but did you get my question though no what was the question i just saw that i totally fucked up and told y'all some ignorant shit and i can't have y'all walking around like that you looked up the research and you corrected it now we're walking away with the right information (laughs) <laughs> but how did you feel like when you were actually reading that story because stuff like that makes me like you know bugs me out a little I'm just like looking over my shoulder like who's watching um, me read this right now you know what uh, we always talk about tone and when Jenna Bosco was on the show she talked about uh, the tone that she wanted to have in writing the tone that Anais and then had in Little Birds it was very uh, unbiased I felt like I was an outsider looking in and I had no judgments. I was literally just watching this man um, explore something that was new for him. Wow. So he actually got some of the little girls. No, 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 no. no. The story is that he wants a flesh and the little girls and the little girls runs out. But uh, all of the topics that she covers in uh, an erotica that was published, well, that she wrote in the early 1940s, it ranges from S&M to pedophilia to lesbianism, um, being monogamous, uh, being a polygamist, things like that. Uh, even people being uh, asexual. Mm-hmm. She has a story about somebody being asexual. That's so, so interesting. So it's just very interesting to see the perspective of a Cuban, a French Cuban woman in the early 1940s write about erotica. Sidebar, have you seen that documentary on Netflix about asexuals? No. No, okay. It seems pretty creepy though. No, it's it can't be. They're not into anything. The only <laughs> thing they're into is cake. And that was like literally the funniest thing ever because they'll just share cake with each other. That's their thing. They bake cake. They won't have any cake, 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 but they'll enjoy <laughs> cake. That's just a little sidebar. I thought yes. that was hilarious. I will actually watch that. You know, for a long time, I thought that I was a little asexual, but then I didn't really understand what it meant. How do you feel like you were asexual? Um... I felt as though I was asexual because I don't have any initial attraction to anybody. And you don't always, see somebody, come on, your type, you don't see somebody walking down the street, beard. The amount of sexy men is getting fewer and fewer and fewer. So when you finally do see somebody, you, you don't know, just like... Uh, of oh. course, but like I said, you know, it was like, you know, growing up and things, oh, okay. I never really... When you were a girl. Yeah, when I was a girl, you know, being like 16, 17, when everybody's like boy crazy and everything, I was never really boy crazy. I had a crazy serious relationship with one guy, but that was because I got to know him and I felt in love with him and that was and that's still like a trending thing with me i never really have any like real feelings until i get to know you mm-hmm. that's true you know like that's really true. i forget what that's called uh one of my favorite podcasts the reed crystal was talking about how she's the same thing it's some type of sexuality where you're it's you're a real open, you just want to yeah it's it's a sexuality where you don't have any type of specifics as far as like I like men or I like women. It's like I like a person. Like I need to get to know you. And if I fall in love with who you are as a person, that's who I'm attracted attracted to. Okay. I got to look it up. Okay. I, sorry, uh, Green Team listeners. I don't have the correct term for you. But look that up and see what it's talking about. But So that wouldn't be under being like a bi because that's just... 
Um, pansexuality. Pansexuality. Thank you. There we go. Thank, Thank you, you, David. Shout out to David. Um, pansexuality. That's what it is. Interesting. Yeah. I didn't so it's think just kind of was... like, yeah, you get to know somebody and then you like them. Which mm. I told, I'm so, that I'm might so be fucking me. with that. We talked about that in our freshman one-on-one. Get to know him. Get to know whoever it is. But that's just so interesting. I wouldn't think that that would be like an actual, um, you know, sexual orientation. Because sexual orientation just, to me, always meant you like guys, you like girls. Nah. Or you know, that's... I think that sexual orientation is so ambiguous now that it can never be specific at this point you know what I mean because then you even get people trying to say that you're not really bisexual if you're a man you know people want to say like if you have sex if you're a man that has sex with men like you are gay gay, you're not bisexual but that's not true you know what I mean so it's like or even when you start getting into the transgender people or the people who don't want to turn into a woman but they have a different identity like you know oh yeah that the bold egg as, as they were saying the right stuff. <laughs> right but you know things like that like people who just feel a little bit differently i just think sexuality is just so as we see in little birds mm-hmm. the huge range like even her snm story is so insightful as far as giving you a perspective and getting into the psychology or even just a mood. You know what I felt what? to answer your question? When I was reading the different stories, it put me in a space of, would I like that? Would I try that? You know, that was that was what I felt the entire time reading Little Birds. Um, While I'm I looking d- over my shoulder, you're just like, mm-hmm. Yes. You know what? <laughs> when I was on the train, I was like looking over my shoulder like, oh, my God, are you guys seeing what the hell you I'm know, reading right now? Thank God there's no pictures. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, yeah, like that book, I would definitely say give that a read, Green Tea listeners, because it just, I think especially being young adults, it's nice to see what you might like. It's, it's, life is not meant to only have missionary sex. That's how I feel about that. So, you know. Steve. Well, amen. I think you've uh, opened a lot of people up to reading hopefully, that book. I hopefully. appreciate that Wednesday. You know. This has been another wonderful episode installment of Green Tea. As always, it's Wednesday. It's sunny. Holla.